we are welcoming here in the studio, just down from his office, Father Jason Kern, who is the vocation director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. So if you know of someone who can make a good priest or religious brother or sister, or if you know anything or have any thoughts about this, uh, we're going to invite uh, Father Kern to share some of his knowledge with us. And so stay tuned. Father, welcome to the program. Thank you, Father Tim. Great to be with you this morning. What can you tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all? Sure. So I'm the vocations director for the diocese. I grew up in a city called Oatana, about an hour and a half west of here. Um, and I've been a vocations director now for three years. So I'm looking forward to uh, continuing the good work that God is doing in these men and women discerning their call to the priesthood and religious life. A common question people in the pew will ask is, how are vocations? How can you respond to that here in the diocese? Yeah, overall they're good. I mean, young men and women are still following God. They still want to know his will and to follow his plan for their life. Uh, obviously, it's not easy in this culture and this time to, <laughs> to sort through and figure out if, what God's calling us to, despite the distractions and the many pressures that come in culture. But overall, uh, we see a, a strong response that God continues to work in people's lives. Yeah, we were just talking about with with uh, Dr. Susan in evangelization, and it kind of came up, you know, and we also talked that, you, that they're just starting to come, and, and uh, Father Tim here was saying, you know, that you guys are welcoming them and, and bringing them in. You had a nice uh, uh, retreat for them, and you had a nice barbecue welcoming them with their families, and then uh, the other seminarians that are we're welcoming them. So it's it's a great camaraderie in there. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit? Yeah, we had a great uh, kind of gathering with the seminarians last week. There's 18 young men who are discerning the priesthood for our diocese, which for a rural diocese, that's a strong number. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, we always want more. Right, absolutely. <laughs> but it's a good number that we're at. And, and there's a real strong fraternity among the guys. They, they really look to each other to be a support and a strength mm-hmm. um, and help each other grow. The older guys look and helping the younger guys and vice versa with new energy and new zeal for the faith. So it's a it's a huge encouragement to me. It's a, it's life giving to walk with these guys in their journey. Yes, and many of us, you know, know someone who might make a good priest or religious or brother or sister. It's not terribly uncommon to hear people talk about this. But is this something that we can we should keep to ourselves, or is this something that we can actually bring up in in our faith and in our journey? Yeah, I think it's important to have conversations with young men and women who are thinking about could possibly be thinking about would make good candidates for the priesthood and religious life. And we have to do it genuinely, right? Oftentimes we kind of do it jokingly. Oh, you ever thought about being a priest? Right. And people kind of feel like, oh gosh, they're putting pressure on me to do this. And it's an opportunity for us to have an intentional conversation with the young person and say, you know what, I see really good qualities in you that would make a good priest or a good religious person. Specifically bring that out to them? Yeah, to them and then also to the pastor. So the pastor is thinking about that person. Mm -hmm. If you see something in someone, there's a reason you see it. And we don't need to put undue pressure on them. Sometimes it can be too forceful. We have to be careful about that. Maybe they get it a lot from their family or something. But we have to pray about it and ask God, should I say something to this person? And encourage them to consider what does God want in their life? Do you ever hear of students that have been received into the, the seminary that that speak on this, on the importance of having some strange person at their parish come up to them out of the clear blue and say to them, have you ever thought about being a priest? Have you ever had this experience then? Absolutely, yeah. And I think the number one influence is their pastor, that if their pastor says something to them authentically, mm. that, that has a heavy weight. But all the time people say, you know, the woman at the parish said this, and I never thought about it before. Just one guy this year, uh, Bishop Quinn said something to him at the bishops and rectors dinner for our diocese. He said, have you ever thought about it? He was at the dinner with his mom, and the it hit him like a lightning bolt. He'd never yeah. really given it serious consideration. Now he's in the seminary. Right. <laughs> and we have different things that go on throughout the diocese. I mean, we can kind of get into that a little bit more. But, uh, you know, 
what are some of the like Quavadas days and and if I'm saying that correctly or but uh, you know what are what are some of those Sure, there's a lot of different programs out there. There's everything from an Andrew dinner where you get together with a pastor, a priest, and they tell their vocation story to the people who might be discerning. Uh, there's all kinds of opportunities. One of those that we're currently implementing in this diocese is called Cal- Called by Name, mm-hmm. and it's run through Sarah International or Sarah USA, the Sarah Clubs, who is a vocations-oriented organization mm-hmm. where they pray for vocations and support the priests and religious by praying for them and supporting them however they can. And then they run this program in, a, in parish settings, and the the, it's basically that t- for two weeks, the pastor invites people to submit names of young people in their parish who they think would make a good religious priest or, or religious person. And they submit the name uh, to the pastor with contact information. The pastor can so- sort through those if he desires to. And then they're ultimately given to uh, me, the vocations director, where I can contact them and have a follow-up conversation to say that their name was suggested, that they were uh, thought to be a good person, a good candidate. And it's, it's meant to be low impact. It's not meant to be this high-pressure thing. It's meant to help them just think about it, gain some resources and how they might discern if God is calling them to that. Right. And so it, it's creating a conversation with the young person yeah. where otherwise they might think about it just for a second in the back of their mind, but they may, may never take any action. Right. So the program tries to get them to take that next step of thinking more seriously about their vocation. Awesome. Well, I'm Michael Goldsmith. I'm here with Father Tim Buren. We're in Winona Chancery here talking with Father Jason Kern, and he is the vocations director for the Winona Rochester Diocese, which most most uh, dioceses have a, a vocations director, right? Yes. And you also have people that come from other dioceses. At the, at, it's not just uh, we're we're lucky enough to have one in our diocese, but there's other people that come from other dioceses uh, being sent to the Immaculate Heart Seminary. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's rare to have a seminary in your diocese. In a lot of ways, um, there's there's one in St. Paul, and then there's one in Winona for mm-hmm. college seminaries. And so we're blessed to be. I'm, I live on faculty, and I'm on faculty there. I live there, mm-hmm. and I'm blessed to to have that opportunity to work with many different guys from different the Midwest, really, and to work with them and to walk with them in their own discernment and vocations. Yeah, you know the people in the pews, Father Kern, have noticed, of course, the um, the challenges that a lot of the pastors face today with being with being uh, spread thin in some ways and in some regards. And so, how can uh, the laity assist uh, with this? this program that is being rolled out with the blessing of Bishop Quinn, how can they assist their pastor uh, to encourage their pastor who may find themselves, again, with everything else they're doing, a little, you know, stressed for time or whatever, how can they uh, assist to encourage a parish take on this program? Yeah, it's a great question. I think the best thing about this program is it really doesn't need anything from the pastor other than his approval. And then uh, he, he can use it as an opportunity to give his own vocation story, to tell his story if he has never done that at the parish or just to talk about vocations. And so he can adapt it to the timeline that works for him that might be fitting for the parish and then say, okay, for these two weeks, I'm going to talk about vocations and the importance of why God is calling and how God calls in our lives. And it, it shows the emphasis that where do parishes come from? They come from the parish. They come from families. Right. And so the pastor has a, a primary role to be the vocation director of the parish and to support and encourage those. And so right. it's based on what works for him. And then, But he doesn't have to do any of the, we have cards, we have everything available that he just has, we just have to get his approval to put in the pews that people would then submit into the sure. that they would turn in so the program is meant to be light on the pastor that the lay people would carry it out and, and help with the initiative and and you know that's that's one thing that's going on in this diocese Winona Rochester but I mean throughout our listening area we we do have the Sarahs that are across you know it's a, a national uh, actually uh, international society so mm-hmm. if you want to get involved in that manner in your local parish t- uh, area in your diocese you know you should talk and talk 
get that and start that conversation so you can help both support the priests that are there, but also bringing in uh, younger priests, uh, seminarians that are going to be uh, able to go into the seminary. So, I mean, it's really important that the laity get involved, is it not, Father Tim? Absolutely. And, Father Kern can definitely speak to that. Yeah, and and even if you don't have Sarah available, their, re- their resources are available. Right. They're always available that you can uh, go online and find what might work, and then they're, they're happy to support because they want to support vocations everywhere at all times. And so those resources are available through many different ways online. The sarahspark.org is a great website that has lots of parish resources mm-hmm. um, from Sarah. So. Is there a specific date this program is going to be rolled out? So we've kind of initiated it or announced it uh, this August. It was in the Courier and different uh, avenues uh, that were sent communications to the priests and, and other staff of the diocese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, But it's meant to be implemented throughout this year, so any time that a pastor would like to utilize it or take advantage of it, it's meant to be made available to them at their convenience. Sure. And so uh, kind of the director of Sarah for this area, Joanne uh, Eichten, is helping with rolling that out and helping me to coordinate with the pastor that might be awesome. interested. So when, uh, that, you, you know, you always talk about it, Father, you know, but what, what in the last minute here or so, can you kind of like, uh, what would you like to say to maybe somebody that's listening or, you know, that would, is kind of just discerning this a little bit, what would you like to finish up with? Yeah, keep praying for vocations. That's the primary thing. God is the one who calls. God is the one at work in people's hearts. And the more that we can support them through our prayers, we can't lose the fervor about really asking God to bless our our parishes and our diocese with Mm -hmm. vocations. The more that we implore him, the more that he will answer. And then in that, then, as you pray and as you ask God for grace, does he give you a specific insight into how you can do this in your parish? Is there a way that you can talk to your pastor and say, hey, you know, so-and-so might be a good candidate. Have you ever had the chance to talk with them? Mm-hmm. Or is there anything I can do to support this father? And just to see what he says. Well, that's key. Can, yeah. Is there anything I can do, Father? You probably can attest to that and being in, I mean, I mean you can too, Father Jason, mm-hmm. but I mean, Father Tim being right in a parish, you know, how how does that fit in? You it know? is definitely helpful because yeah. we want to be able to partner. And of course, as Father Kern acknowledged before, you know, uh, priests come from the parish and mm-hmm. we want to be able to identify that and to, and to assist the people with that because they desire the sacraments, right, Father? And they want to be able to receive the Eucharist. They want to be able to, um, to share in the sacramental life of the church. So Amen. Father Kern, thank you. Glad so much. You're, you're a blessing to our diocese and to the local church. So God's blessings to you and to the seminarians uh, this year. Thank you, Father. Thank you.